This is the Get Better Everyday Podcast with Matt Gouget. Actionable advice from real-life superheroes who, just like you, are in relentless pursuit of the best version of themselves. Whether you're just getting started or have been at it for years, my hope is that this podcast injects you with some positive energy to continue doing what brings you joy. Join me as I interview the best of the best in business, sports, and life. Let's grow together. Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm KJ. And we're the producers of the Get Better Everyday Podcast. Do you like podcasts? Well, then hit us up. IkePodcastNetwork.com will help you build your show. All right, Matt Gouget, Get Better Everyday Podcast. Excited to have Josh Painter on today. Husband, father, leader, coach, speaker, philanthropist, and the author of the book, Best Version Ever. Thanks for, thanks for being here, Josh. Thank you, man. My pleasure. Yeah, I couldn't think of a better guest to be on the show because literally in the introduction, you know, I'm talking to people who are in relentless pursuit of their best version ever. So tell me what inspired the book? When did you start, you know, on this path of self-development becoming Josh Painter's best version ever? Yeah, kind of. Uh, I guess it started uh, around age 30. I, you know, I realized that up until that point, I was kind of living this life that I thought I was supposed to and that others expected of me. Um, and, you know, I, I just remember my 30th birthday kind of thinking like, dude, if you don't do something drastically different, then another 10 years will go by and you'll live another 10 years, uh, you know, living some other life that is not yours. So, um, you know, that kind of led me down the, the personal development rabbit hole, you know, I realized that a lot of people were living this same uh, life that others expected them, um, you know, started going to events, different seminars. Um, and so, you know, I, I kind of realized that even those are, are similar in certain ways. Um, and I was really looking for an event where I would kind of like leave having taken action at the event and and taken actions. And, you know, I noticed a lot of events seem to be, uh, I hate to say it, but sales pitches to some extent. And so I would take a bunch of notes in a, in a journal and then I'd get home and just kind of throw it on a shelf and do nothing with it. So, um, that led me to kind of start to create my own event that I would like want to see. Um, that event was called best version ever. And, uh, shocker, it's about becoming the best version of yourself and, you know, I always get feedback after the events and, um, this la uh, the year before last, um, a bunch of people said, Hey, this was great. Um, it would be nice to know why we do some of these exercises, why these things work and where this is coming from. So, uh, that was the light bulb. Uh, I, I'd always wanted to write a book, um, but I didn't, I never wanted to write a book just to write a book, right. Just put your name on some thing that you don't believe in. So that, uh, was kind of the spark that was like, Oh, that's what the book's going to be about. It's going to be an expanded version of the event and, and be helpful for anyone who will never make it to one of my events. So, cool. yeah. And I think too, like, regardless of what people are doing and working at and becoming better at, uh, it, it like applies to everybody. That's what I love about self-development is, you know, I might be working on, marriage and fatherhood and health and business other people have their own things something i took from the book and i and i kind of you know took your advice where where the book's got you know it's used a little bit it's got some notes in there i've got some some highlighted areas something i really liked 
um, that that was early in the book was question everything and find what works for you. Mm-hmm. And for the get better everyday listener, I want people to understand like what works for Josh, what works for Matt might not be the same. And so you've got to kind of like learn what works for you. And for some people to get healthy, it might be like plastering a picture of you being a fat on your fridge. Yeah. And for other people, it might be something different. So expand on that a little bit, like what what you've seen from people um, pursuing their best version ever about, you know, questioning things and, and finding what works for them. Yeah, I mean, it's important to remain balanced, um, you know, and, and we certainly go through seasons in life where we're focused on certain things. Um, but, you know, you never want to do that to the to the complete detriment of other areas in life, right? We work so hard and sometimes we sacrifice our health and our relationships working so hard. Uh, and then the second half of our life, we get rid of all that money so that we can get our health and relationships back. Right. So, um, but question everything, I, man, I love that. I remember I, the first time I ever heard that was just, uh, one of my high school teachers just had a big gigantic banner at the top of the classroom. Just as soon as you walked in, it was like question everything. And, and he was a history teacher, uh, just get a little shout out to Chris Nelson. I'm sure he'll never listen, uh, or hear me say this, but, um, but yeah, man, that started the whole, like, you're right. We should question everything. Like, you know, almost, he was almost kind of like tongue in cheek of like, what makes me the authority, right? I'm just the teacher. So, so yeah, I threw that in the beginning of the book of like, you know, things that I, some things that we believe 10 years ago or maybe no longer true. So, you know, it's, it's everyone's, uh, responsibility to find what works for them, you know, whether that be diet, exercise routine, uh, habits, you know, yeah, just know. for yeah. sure. I love it. I love it. Yeah. There's, there's a bunch of different areas of this book with, with different tidbits and, and, you know, actionable advice, which I love, um, something that stuck out to me because I've always thought of myself as like, I'm willing to work hard. I'm not the smartest dude in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that person could do it, so could I. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the, the quote of, of yours that I wrote down from the book, you know, I knew that other others, I knew that if others were successful in this business, I could be too. I truly believe that anything I saw someone else do was proof I could do the same thing. I don't think enough people like realize that. Mm-hmm. They see other people doing things like, man, that's cool. That would be cool to do. And you know, the difference between where they're at and that person's success is just a little bit of hard work and consistency, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think that was when you were getting into real estate and you're like, well, shit, that person could sell 20 homes a year. I, I certainly could. Yeah. Um, what was your experience um, with, with, with real estate or anything else really that you had to start at zero and then build your way to, to greatness? Yeah. So, I mean, I think one of the, one of my favorite examples in, in the book is learning how to play drums because I'm still in that process. Um, so, you know, I, if you would have asked me 15, 20 years ago, I might've thought that being a musician is just something that you're born with. Right. Um, but you know, drums, playing drums is probably the, I, I can't think of anything else where you're independently coordinating all four limbs in different patterns. 
Um, and, and so, you know, I, I would have just told you probably at, at some point in my life, like, yeah, you just either have that or you're not you're like, I'm not good at that. And, and then I just realized, uh, once I started playing, like, no, those players just have more hours than, than you do. Um, and it's funny because, um, you know, I talk in the book about like immersing yourself into things. Right. So I go on these, like um, Facebook groups or or discussion boards where people are talking about drumming. And it's so crazy. Like over the last six years, I've seen the same question over just a six year period. I, like, And they all ask, when will I be able to blink? Right. When will I be able to blink? And it's usually like, when will I be able to play this? Or when will my hands be faster? And it's like, I've stopped myself so many times from just going in there and just posting, Hey guys, the answer to every question you're asking is just time, time. That's when, when, if, if you see someone doing it, he probably has 20,000 hours and you're probably still at 200, you know, it's like the answer is when you hit 20,000 hours, right? If you want to do it, put in more hours. So, uh, that's what I've learned. Uh, the, the biggest thing I've learned is just playing drums, right? Every single thing I've learned starts in slow motion. So if like, you're going to play this crazy piece where it's like, you know, it starts with slow motion, doom, doom 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 foot and i'll and i break everything down into like super slow motion i'm like this comes first then this foot then this and then it's just memorizing this pattern right your brain figures it out a little bit faster next time a little bit faster next time oh oh shit all of a sudden you're playing it you know so i think that's probably like the best example i could think of is like a lot of us pick up instruments but we never do the hard stuff and the boring stuff and and there's so many things that are so hard and so boring about playing drums uh, that are just so fun now because I got past the the boring and hard parts, you know, that that a lot of people don't have the stamina for. Right. Yeah. And 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 that reminds me of a, of a great quote. My buddy Matt Ishbia says, um, and it can relate to drums or anything else. It it takes what it takes. Yeah. You know, people people wonder like, when am I gonna you know be at this level in my business? When will I you know have this strength in the gym? Or like to your point, like when will I be able to do this on the drums? Well, yeah. it takes what it takes. And you know, most people once you start to see the incremental progress. Um, you know, you get some momentum and it's easier for you to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're at 200 hours, like you said, and 20,000 hours seem so far away. Once yeah. you get to 500, 750, 1,000, you start to see some progress. Like, you know what? And, and then I think some of that worry hopefully wears away. We're like, I'm not worried about that. It's, it takes what it takes. Totally. I know I'm going to get there because I'm headed in the right direction. Um, I One of my favorite sayings, I, I haven't said it in like the last 10 podcast episodes. I don't know what happened to it, but like, People overestimate what they can get done in a year and they underestimate what they can do in a decade totally. uh, with anything, right? Like my life changed over the last decade from mentally, spiritually, you know, financially ruined rock bottom zero to like a life of abundance and health and happy and all the good things. Right. And that was a decade. It didn't happen overnight. I didn't like yeah. snap my fingers and say like, I'm tired of living, you know, an unhealthy lifestyle and and, and being unhappy and broke yeah. and all these things. But um, and you talked about that in the book, too, which mm -hmm. like consistent incremental daily improvements. Um, the, the word that I thought was just really well said on your part, um, it people have a hard time committing 
to what feels like barely noticeable daily improvements. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And like, I, I, I think it might be societal thing, right? Is you want instant gratification. But if you really think about it, like the person who's fit didn't show up to the gym. And then the next day they had six pack apps. Right. The guy who built, you know, a hundred million dollar business didn't just open up shop. And then the next year he had the best idea in the world, like grinded at it for 15 years. Yeah, um, and so um, I'd I'd love to hear your take too on on incremental growth um, and how like it's just necessary, right? Yeah, I mean the world today is uh, I mean if you think about what we see, everything is based on the highlight reel, right? Uh, look, you know, if social I, I, in the book I said social media is kind of like a diary that we put out to the whole world, and nobody's like. You know, I went to the gym today and, and uh, I was up a pound from yesterday and I didn't feel so good. You know, nobody puts that. Um, it's just like it's, it's all about the highlights. Right. So nobody we don't acknowledge the grind and what it actually, you know, and, and just just that it's like our life is built up of all of these moments of not so sexy things. Right. And not things that you brag about, but those little incremental wins every single day, which seems like nothing is like to your credit after a decade or sometimes even after a year or three years, you look back and you're like, oh man, I made a ton of progress. I just didn't see it every day. You know, it took me a year to see it. it took me three years to see it. So, yeah. right. Yeah. So many people, you know, myself included on, on a, on a self-development journey, you look back and you're like, man, like I hardly recognize that me from five years ago. Yeah. Um, and then you think that you've got it all figured out and you're here and the 2020, 30, 2030 version of me is going to look back at 2023 and be like, you know, that guy was just getting started. Look at, yeah. look at all the, all the distance we've covered. So, um, you know, my goal of kind of, uh, you know, reaching or resonating with somebody who might be on the very first step of a self-development journey or in a bad place and thinking to themselves, you know, like, like you talked about, like, this isn't the life I want to live. I want to start making uh, some strides towards the best version ever of me. Like what advice would you have around getting started? Because I think for a lot of people, like the getting started is the hardest part. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, it's so cliche, but take the first step, right? I mean, I, I know so many people that they want to get in shape, but they can't run three miles. It's like, cool. Take 20 steps out your door and 20 steps back, or maybe it's 10 steps back, right? Just take the first step. You know, Steven Spielberg said the hardest part of his job is just getting in the car every day, right? It's like, you know, getting, going to the gym and the, the gym isn't the hard part. It's just getting in the car, taking that first step, taking that first action. Um, that's one of the things I do at, at my event. You know, once people have set some goals, I kick them out of the room and I say, don't come back until you've taken the first action. I mean, it starts with like, what can you do right now to take that first step? Write it down, write down a few things that you could do right now. Uh, and then it's like, all right, cool. Now come back when you've taken that action and tell us what you've done. And I mean, that that's where you hear these life changing stories of like, oh my gosh, I, I just called the gym and just signed up. Right. Or when the girl's like, you know what? I downloaded this app and I tracked everything that I ate today. One person's like, you know, I've been wanting to mentor someone and I had this guy in mind. I called him. Um, or if you can't think of anything, just go call your mom because she wants to hear from you. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And that's so true that, you know, you, you take action. And even if it's, you know, a thousand steps by taking, taking step one, like you started to move in that right direction. I had a coach recently, uh, 
do something. And it was so simple. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was brilliant. Where I was, you know, the coach was digging out of me. You're telling me this is important, Matt, but like you've talked about it for a few weeks. Like, when are you truly going to start mm-hmm. on this thing that's important? And I was like, it's like by next Tuesday, I'm going to have the rough draft. And the coach said, okay, open up a Google Doc and let's start right now. Yeah. And just opening a Google Doc and having like a title mm-hmm. and, and like that Google Doc was named and writing like three lines is, was all it took. Yeah. And now the ball was rolling. And then it was easy to get it done by next Tuesday. But, you know, most people in life, like you can procrastinate indefinitely. Yeah. And then like, you know, your story about, you know, kind of being stuck in this life where you felt like it was what other people wanted, not your own. um, That unfortunately for a lot of people ends up being what they're, they're looking at uh, after, you know, 85 years on this earth. So um, I, I love the book, man. I love, everything it, it it stands for and and all the different you know parts where we're aligned on just um getting after it um a question i wanted to ask you you know based on um it's not comfortable growth is not comfortable all the time yeah um, and so like what's what's the trick to like not just starting but continuing to walk through uncomfortable when 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 a lot of people myself included on some weaker days I'm like, this is a lot of work, man. Like, why don't I just live a mediocre life and it's just going to be easier for me? Yeah. What would be your advice to to me and everybody else that just says, all right, I've made some progress. Things are okay. Like, it's, it's a lot of work to continue to strive towards greatness. Yeah, that, I, it kind of goes to what you just said, right? Like, that fear of getting to the end and knowing that you could have been and done so much more. Right. Um, for, for some people that might not be a motivator, you know, okay. But nothing wrong with that. Right. But as far as like what keeps you going, it's, it's, it's balancing that, you know, it's balancing that fear of like, Oh, could have been and done more, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, it's, uh, it's different for everybody and to your mm-hmm. point of, of, you know, it's, it's, people are going to find different things that work for them. They're going to have different goals. They're going to have different reasons that push them towards those goals. But um, I think a lot of us that are pursuing uh, our best version ever are grateful for this book. Thank you so much for for writing it. Um, I would love to hear Josh Painter talk about your next five or 10 years and tell us what's, what's in store for you for your best version ever. Okay. Awesome, man. <laughs> um, so uh, next, next five to 10 years. Um, so currently in the process of uh, rebuilding um, two different real estate brokerages and title companies. Um, and then as long, along with the book, um, turn that into more public speaking, more podcasts like this, um, a video course for people that are just not going to be able to attend my live events, um, continuing to kill it in the live events uh, where people set and plan goals. Um, I'm about maybe four years short of becoming expert level uh, drummer. Um, and then uh, I've recently taken up uh, pickleball, which is taking the nation by storm. <laughs> so I'm trying not to be that guy, but uh, it's, it's, it's just <laughs> is such that what this stage of life is. is yeah. It's just fun. It's a bunch of fun. 
I know it's a fun exercise, man. So everyone <laughs> thinks it's an old person sport, but the number one female in the world is 16 years old. <laughs> so lots of young people playing it, but yeah, man, I'm just trying to balance, uh, family work and health, you know? So, um, you know, pouring into, I, I, I save the best for last, but I'm, I'm really trying to be intentional about spending time with friends and family, you know, and not having that be last. Like I just did when I mentioned it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know it's, and it's easy for, I mean, I, I have these conversations all the time with, with, with high achievers and it just so happens sometimes that you're up early, you're, you're getting after it, you're, you're doing everything, might spend time with the kids and, and, you know, the wife or, or other relationships might get pushed back. But um, like you talked about in the book, like game plan, intention, consistency, like you just focus on it and it's mm-hmm. like, my wife's the, the center of my universe, the most important thing in the world. Yeah. I'm going to put some attention towards that and uh, I'm going to do better, right? Um, none yeah. of us are perfect. And I think that's something that, um, you know, you would agree with and, and whatnot that on this journey of best version ever, there's some great moments where we see a lot of progress. There's other moments where we might step two steps back, but um, I'm, I'm excited for, for all the impact you're going to have on, on people because this is a, a great mission you're on, brother. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, cool. Thanks for joining, man. I will leave links for best version ever in the in the show notes and, and all the ways people can find you. Any any parting words? No, man. Just check it out. Bestversionever.com. You can find every single thing we were just talking about, whether it be me playing drums or uh, the book or the live event, all that good stuff. Awesome. So, thank Thanks, you. Man. This is Matt Gouget. Just want to give you a quick thank you for listening to the Get Better Every Day podcast. Hopefully you're inspired to go out there and get better every day. If you could, please do us a huge favor and leave a five-star review if you found any value in this. Share it with your friends. Again, thanks for listening and go out there and get better every day.